Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day, Darren Mitchell here, and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast on this beautiful Wednesday, the 14th of April 2021. Another hump day, middle of the working week, and I trust you've had a great start to the week and looking forward to uh, finishing the week really, really strongly. Hey, in today's episode, I was out walking this morning. It's amazing the podcast that I listened to, and, and this, <laughs> this was not intentional, but uh, both podcasts that I listened to this morning on my walk, uh, had some really great insights that I felt, you know what, this is really relevant to us, not only just as humans, but certainly as leaders and specifically to sales leaders as well. So I do want to talk about confidence and I want to talk about consistency. And these podcast episodes um, that I listened to this morning, very, very, very practical, but also very relevant. And it's amazing the situations you find yourself in and where the themes come out. And I can't explain it, but it was just a message that came through on both these podcasts. And I didn't specifically pick those podcast episodes. It just happened to be the topic they were talking about, which the the title of the podcast didn't really give the content away per se. But it was just amazing how both of those episodes, from different people, by the way, uh, was really, really relevant to the topic that uh, I've been thinking about uh, and certainly have been working on with number of clients over the last couple of weeks in particular. And so let's talk about this because confidence is an, is an amazing thing and it's a really interesting thing as is consistency. Now you've heard me, if you've been listening for a while, you heard me talk about the power of consistency and how consistency in and of itself is, it may not be sexy, it may not be charismatic, but by God, it actually builds some great momentum and it gives you some fantastic results if we are prepared to stay in the game. Now here's the thing though, many sales leaders uh, that I work with, they don't seem to have a huge amount of confidence, especially when they start out in the role. Now, many of them, they have started off as being an individual contributor and because of their, I guess, their high levels of performance and from what the organization believes, their high level of potential, they've been placed in the upper right-hand quadrant of high performance, high potential. So therefore, logically, they are the next in line to take on a sales leadership mantle. Now, when that happens often, and I found this out uh, the hard way when I was moving the transition from individual contributor salesperson into a sales leader, uh, almost you can feel like you're a fish out of water. And often, they and I was, I was lucky in the sense that I did have a bit of a good level of support around me, but often these guys are not given the support that they need. And is it any wonder, therefore, that their confidence can sometimes wane and it's not where it needs to be because they don't have the, uh, the support around them because they're literally thrown to the walls and say, hey, you've been a great individual contributor, you've delivered great results as a salesperson, that must instantly translate therefore into you being a great sales leader and therefore just teach your team what you do and everything will be fine. Come and talk to me if you need me, right? That's how some senior leaders approach it. Is it any wonder therefore that their confidence is not where it needs to be? And as a consequence of that, the results that they generate, it may they may actually stagnate, they don't progress and many of them end up unfortunately, returning to an individual contributor role and simply saying, hey, leadership and sales leadership in particular is not for me. Now, many people, unfortunately, make that decision. Now, how can we change that? And one of the things that I've been working on with with clients and one of the things I'm really passionate about when it comes to sales leadership in particular is how can we change that? How can we give the guys the support that make the transition from 
individual contributor into a sales leadership role and how can we help them develop levels of confidence? Now, the answer is certainly not to sit down and wait for confidence to develop. And this is this is the fallacy that a lot of people think. I'm just going to sit and hopefully over the passage of time and through just thinking about things, I will develop a level of confidence and therefore I'll be able to do the things that I see other sales leaders doing. And that is not the case. One thing we have to be really clear though about, and that is sales leadership is not necessarily easy. And by the way, it's not always for everyone. Now, does everybody have the capability and the uh, the aptitude potentially to be a great sales leader? I believe they do, but it needs a bit of work and they need to actually develop some key principles and have some things in place in order to maximize the opportunity to be successful when they make that transition. And a key part of that, of course, is getting the level of support that they need. Unfortunately, too many are thrust into it and do not have the playbook to follow. And unfortunately, a key, a key symptom of that is I see a lot of sales leaders pretending to be successful or pretending almost like, and, it, and I'd hate this term, but they almost are faking it until they make it, thinking that they fa- if they fake it long enough, they will eventually make it. And I hate, I'm hate i here to tell you, it simply doesn't work. So I wanted to share some thoughts on this and uh, reflect on, I guess, the messages that I, I got this morning, but also what I've been working on with a number of clients over the last few weeks. And hopefully this is of service to you, but also if you're listening to this and you're thinking about becoming a sales leader or becoming a leader for that matter, and you're not quite sure how to make that transition, here's some thoughts to think about in terms of uh, confidence, but also some consistency. So I'm going to tie confidence and consistency together. Now, the first thing obviously is when it comes to any leadership role, whether it's a sales leadership role or a general leadership role, and you're looking to move into that particular role, or for that matter, if you're there already, Uh, understand and really be clearly articulate around why you want to be in that role in the first place. We cannot underestimate the power of why. And this is what I bang on about all the time with clients. And I I ask sales leaders all the time when they're struggling with some, I guess, some environmental factors, their team are not performing where they need to be. Uh, they might be dragging the chain a little bit. And I ask the question, have you actually asked, the, asked them the question as to why they do what they do? What motivates them? No? Now, we know for a fact that most, uh, most high performers are intrinsically motivated. So the motivation comes from within versus the extrinsic motivation, which, hey, it's a generalization, I know, but a lot of sales organizations use extrinsic motivation as a way to try and generate momentum and excitement for the sales team to achieve results. And I'm here to tell you, based on my experience, and it's always been backed up by research and any research you want to see around the world, uh, external motivation does not work long-term. It must be internal or intrinsic motivation. So the fundamental platform for this or the foundation is we need to know why we want to be a sales leader in the first place. Or if you're a sales leader right now, why did you get into a sales leadership role? Now, if you just fell into it or you're asked to do it, that's fine. You're there now. You need to start asking the question as to why why I'm doing what I'm doing. Why I'm doing what I'm doing. What is it about this role that really excites me, and what is it that I'm trying to achieve with this role, and certainly for the people. So define really clearly what your why is. Now, the next thing to think about is when it comes to your sales leadership uh, and driving results. What is your intention? Now, this is something that not a lot of people start to think about or really focus on from a conscious level. Um, are you there to serve? For example, are you there to serve your team? Are you there to serve your customers? Are you there to add value? Are you there to build genuine trust-based relationships? In other words, do you really genuinely care about every single person in your team? And by the way, do you genuinely care about every single person and every single organization that you're going to be interacting with during the course of being that sales leader? 
Now, this is what this is what was fascinating to me this morning because they had some science to back this up to say that often when people have no clear intention and they simply do things, they start to do things based on other people's agendas, other people's process, other people's methodology. And they'll go through the motions and they may get a level of success or a level of momentum developed, but when there's no clear intention as to why they're doing it, it doesn't give consistency and it certainly doesn't give uh, sustainability. So this was a this was a huge eye opener for me this morning. So it's something that I want to really hone in on with with clients moving forward, but also something for you to think about as well. What is your intention? Now you can think about this on a macro scale. What is your intention for your overall role? But I want you to start thinking about this also on the micro. So when it comes to your one on ones with your team, what is your intention for this particular conversation? Is it to serve? Is it to coach? Is it to mentor? Is it to help? Whatever it is, right? Be really really crystal clear on that. When it comes to sales meetings, exactly the same thing. What is your intention? When it comes to engaging with key partners, when it comes to engaging with key strategic executives within your customer base, what is your intention? This is absolutely critical and it needs to be crystal clear. So remember, what is your intention? Are you there to serve? Are you there to add value? Are you there to build genuine trust-based relationships? Are you there to help, right? Are you there to solve problems? Be really, really clear on that. Now, the second thing is from that intention, we need to be really crystal clear, therefore, on the action that needs to be taken. And this is where consistency starts to come into it. So what positive action can I take which is consistent with the intention that I have set? Now, what's interesting is often we will go through the motions. We'll go to a meeting. We will have a one-on-one. We'll get into a situation. We might go to a networking event or to an industry forum and we'll meet people, have conversations with people. But then we look back and say, well, how successful was that meeting? Often, and I've seen myself, I've done this myself, gone into meetings and just winged it, right? Because I haven't been prepared. Why? Because I wasn't clear on what my intention was before I went into that interaction. So this is what's really, really critical here, that whatever the action is that we're going to take needs to be consistent and completely congruent with the intention that we have set. And the other key thing around this is we're not to compare ourselves with anybody else. This is one of the biggest downfalls for anybody, let alone leaders, in that we sometimes get sucked into the vortex of comparing ourselves to other people and thinking, oh my God, I can never be as good as that person over there. They've got so many more years of experience. They've got more runs on the board and all the other stories we want to tell ourselves about why we are not up to the mark of the person we're trying to compare ourselves to. You know what? What we should be doing instead, as I've talked about on previous episodes, is looking for what are the examples that we can get from people who are setting a good example because they've got some good intentions. They're focused on the right areas and they're really clear on what they stand for. How can I model some of that behavior so that I can match that with my intention and which is congruent with the action that I want to take? But don't compare ourselves with other people and thinking, well, I'm not worthy or they've got more than me and therefore I don't feel as if I can be as good as them. That is a dangerous, dangerous game to play and something we should be avoiding at all costs. The only person that we should be comparing ourselves to is ourselves and how we were yesterday, but not as good as we're going to be tomorrow. So it's always about constant and never-ending improvement. So taking that consistent action is really, really critical. Now, over time, this is where consistency kicks in. And I've seen this happen time and time again. Somebody gets a real burst of energy and they'll be out of the blocks and they'll be making phone calls and having sales appointments and doing sales presentations or whatever the activity is for the first week or the first two weeks. And then three weeks later, you see them and they're back to back to square one or they're doing something completely different. They're not consistent. They don't stay the course. And this is where the difference is that makes all the difference between the successful people, successful sales people, successful sports people, successful leaders, and certainly successful sales leaders is they are committed to consistency. 
What they're also committed to is persistence because they know that consistency and persistence in your actions, despite how you might be feeling on a certain day or on a certain situation, will deliver results bar none. And so this is the link between consistency and confidence. Confidence just does not come and slap us in the head and say, Rao, you're now confident. Go forth and multiply and go forth and conquer and get the great results. Consistency is what develops confidence, but it all starts with locking in and checking in on the intention. What is my intention? What is my why for doing this? And what is my intention for this conversation? What is my intention for this interaction? What is my intention for this strategy or this tactic? When we do that, when we're really clear on that, we can take positive action. We do that on a consistent basis, not comparing ourselves to other people. And guess what? Through that, we build momentum. We build a thing called consistency. We build a thing called confidence. And as I've spoken about on a previous episode, we've also need to be aware of the confidence and the competence loop because the more we do things in the, with the right intention, the more we get feedback, the higher the level of skills that we can develop, which therefore leads to a higher level of confidence that we can develop. So it all starts though with the intention. So from my perspective, this is this was a real eye-opener for me and it's something that um, I'm, I'm continuing to work on with my clients and certainly with, with teams as well when it comes to their performance and really helping them take their performance to the new level because in, re, in reflection, some of the teams that I have been working with, particularly over the last four or five weeks, what was missing was probably an element of the intention. They knew what the actions were, but they didn't necessarily focus in on, okay, what is my intention behind the actions and how can I build some consistency and some persistence behind that to deliver that level of consistency and therefore develop that level of confidence and pretty much lock in the results that we're looking for. So I hope that message makes sense and really resonates with you because it certainly um, certainly was an eye-opener for me as well today. So in summary, be really, really clear on your intention. Be really clear on the action you need to take that is consistent with that intention. Do that over a period of time and the results will literally take care of themselves. And through that, a level of confidence will be developed to the point where you literally can become unstoppable. And if you'd like to be that type of person, if you'd like some help with that, and if you'd like to have some help in taking your leadership to the exceptional sales leader level, then let's jump on a call and talk about how do we work together and do that as quickly as this week. Looking forward to that conversation with you. Simply go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com. Pick a time that suits. We'll jump on a Zoom call, have that conversation and uh, get to work and uh, help you take your sales leadership to that exceptional level in the next 90 days or even less. So with that, have a phenomenal rest of Wednesday, the 14th of April, and I look forward to talking to you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.